Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Business Conversations, a podcast featuring expert faculty from the G. Brent Ryan College of Business. Today, we are pleased to welcome Dr. Tony Gerth to the podcast. Dr. Gerth is a clinical professor at the college teaching information systems management courses. He is also principal of ABG Executive Advisors, a CIO leadership coaching and education firm. Previously, he taught at the Indiana University Kelly School of Business, where he was awarded the MSIS Outstanding Faculty Award nine times in 11 years. He also received an MBA Teaching Excellence Award. Dr. Gerth had over 25 years of experience in technology consulting prior to his academic career. He was a partner in three global consulting practices for Deloitte, EDS, and Infosys Consulting, as well as a leader in business systems with the Timken Company. His global experience consists of serving clients in 20 countries and being posted in London. Dr. Gerth has a doctorate from Cranfield University. His research centers on CIO leadership, particularly how CIOs make successful transitions and avoid derailment. He is also one of the world's leading authorities on CIO transitions and IT leadership. He has been a frequent speaker regarding CIO leadership and soft skills for technology professionals for organizations such as SIM, ISACA, IIA, APICS, Pink Elephant, Value Summit, and Gartner. He is a member of SIM, an association of information systems. His research has been published in Communications of AIS, Proceedings of AMCIS, MIS Quarterly Executive, Business Horizons, and the Journal of Information Systems Management. He is author of A Student Guide to IT Strategy Case Analysis and Taking the Reins as CIO, a Blueprint for Leadership Transitions. He previously served as the publisher of MIS Quarterly Executive. We're pleased to have him here today. I want to give a warm welcome to Dr. Tony Gerth. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Tony Gerth, for joining us here today. We are very excited to have you talking about CIO's roles and transitions in companies. I'm going to dive right in and ask you the first question here, which is for those of you who may not be familiar with what a chief information officer or otherwise a CIO is, do you mind explaining that role in a company and why it's important? Not at all, and thanks, Blair, for having having me on. Um, well, the chief information officer is typically the most senior executive in the organization that is responsible for information technology. That's that's sort of one definition. The um, the definition that I prefer is a business leader with special responsibility for IT, and why it's important. So. You know, companies, well, all organizations um, spend close to two to 5% of their annual revenue on information technology. So it's a, it's a big budget item and the value that's generated from that investment in information technology is many times or should be many times that amount. Just to give you some idea of what that means, the uh, in 2018 the highest spending company in information technology was amazon they spent 13 and a half billion dollars the next was alphabet which is the holding company or the the parent company of google and they spent a little over 12 billion dollars and the third was walmart that spent 
$12 billion in information technology. Wow. So, um, so of course, those are very large companies and, and Amazon and, and uh, Alphabet are in fact technology companies. But the point is, this is a budget of hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars that this uh, executive oversees. And I imagine too, that number has grown significantly over the years as technology has taken on more of a role in companies. Um, so how has the role of that CIO evolved then with those transitions? Yeah, it's changed a lot. So the, the actual term CIO um, dates back to about 1981. Um, prior to that, you had more or less uh, um, electronic data processing managers. And um, so as the role took on more importance, as information technology took on more importance within organizations, um, a, a higher level, a more executive role was established. And so what we've seen over the years is that role has morphed from being a technology-oriented role, somebody with a technology-oriented background, to, um, again, more of a business leader role, more of an um, executive role that happens to oversee information technology, just like the chief marketing officer would oversee marketing and the VP of supply chain would oversee supply chain. The um, CIO has turned into more of an executive role. And, um, and the, again, the, as you mentioned, the impact of information technology has increased quite a bit and, and continues to do so with the digital transformation of organizations. Well, that's an interesting segue too, because then I wanted to ask, obviously with the pandemic happening um, and things just taking a whole new turn of events and digitalization being much more prominent in companies, um, do you think that's sort of affected how CIOs run their operations and what they're doing right now? Oh, absolutely. Um, the first, <laughs> probably the most obvious is remote working, right? So um, getting those technologies in place and the processes in place, it's not just all about technology, right? Um, a lot of process around that. I think um, a couple other things that are focal areas for CIOs right now, um, security mm -hmm. is certainly a, a big one. Uh, as we've all experienced uh, here recently and in the news, Zoom in, in particular has had that issue. Um, I think getting more customer engagement through digital channels, so a focus, a focus there, especially as business is tighter. Mm -hmm. And um, so getting more engaged with customers. I think also getting more engaged with their employees. So for a CIO to to be more connected to his or her team uh, right now with, of course, everyone working from remote. And I'd say that's true of all leaders, right? Of, of all leaders. Um, and, in, and more engaged with their peers as well to keep those relationships alive. So, And one thing that we probably don't think much about, but I think CIOs should be considering their depth chart doing a little succession planning, if you will, because if somebody would come down with an extended illness, um, they would have to backfill that team member somehow. So I think creating more of a depth chart um, in their team is another important thing they should be doing. Very good points. 
Very good points. So what do you think um, the best advice you could give to a CIO right now would be? Well, keep, keep close to your team. <laughs> keep close to your team, keep close to your customers, um, meaning the, organ, uh, you know, the customers, external customers. And um, yeah, and, and keep track of security. I think those are, those are the things right now. I think there are probably some other investments. You know, when we have these crises in the past, if we look back to the financial um, crisis, if we look back to 9-11 or Y2K, uh, what you typically see is um, certainly in the short to medium term, a decrease in IT spending. So overall, overall spending. So there are probably discretionary projects that are are going to be slowed down or cut. Um, so certainly managing the cost structure and the spending in information technology is another important thing right now. So that's interesting. So do you anticipate companies having an increase in demand for CIOs in the future? Or do you think that's kind of going to remain stagnant? Or how do you kind of foresee that? No, I think the I think the role's still very important. And in fact, you know, back to the idea of how how it's evolved over the years, uh, you start to see CIOs even taking on bigger roles like adding shared services um, to their portfolio. Or some organizations have a chief digital officer. Some uh, give that responsibility to the CIO. So. So I think the, the role is growing in importance. I think um, as more companies get um, through this digital transformation, I think they'll realize how important information technology is. Now, it's also you know, important to understand that there are companies out there who don't view information technology as a strategic um, enabler and and some of them their business models quite frankly don't need much information technology so we we always look at the um the big spenders and and the, the sexy it uh type of projects and outcomes but you know not every not every company needs that so there are companies especially in the small and medium size range that don't have chief information officers they tend to have more of a director of it but I think even as those companies grow, and again, as information technology becomes more and more important to their business, this role of the chief information officer becomes more important. It'll be interesting to see how things transition to after the pandemic and people realize the importance of going digital and having information technology readily available, how things might change. So it'll be very interesting to see. Definitely. So. I've also heard that you have written a book about all of these topics. Would you be able to tell us a little bit about that book and, and where we could find it? Of course I would. <laughs> uh, so yes, so um, I've co-written a book with Joe Pepper, who's uh, my co-author, and the title of the book is Taking the Reins as CIO, A Blueprint for Leadership Transitions. And the book is uh, primarily around CIO transitions. We studied the, the process of um, transitioning into a new appointment by new CIOs or experienced CIOs who were joining a new organization. And the, um, the gist of the book really is 
looking beyond the first 90 days. There's, there are a lot of uh, good books about the first 90 to 100 days. Michael Watkins wrote kind of the seminal um, book called The First 90 Days, which was um, a lot of research that we, we built upon. But we wanted to look specifically at CIOs, and, um, and we identified uh, a process of three phases over two to three years that it takes a new CIO to um, completely take charge of a new appointment. So we're real happy with it. Um, it, it seems to be doing pretty well right now. And, um, you know, the, the key insights from the book were it takes two to three years. It's not just a 90 to 100 day kind of exercise to take charge of a new appointment. It takes that long to earn credibility and legitimacy as, as a new business leader. Um, the phases are, are overlapping, but they're fairly sequential. So, um, you know, we found that it was important, for example, for a CIO to um, gain credibility as the IT leader before they gain legitimacy as a business leader. So their peers um, really looked, and it certainly makes sense that if they can't manage their own function it, it's hard to uh, have the legitimacy to influence strategy. True. Mm. So, yeah, and we found uh, a couple other insights I'll just throw out uh, that we found um, insiders who were promoted from inside the organization uh, did not take charge any faster than external hires. Interesting. Uh, which, which, yeah, which was not intuitive. Uh, we expected that an insider would have uh, an accelerated timeline, but they did not. Uh, they went through the same phases um, along almost the same timeline as an external hire. So, um, yeah, so we thought that was kind of interesting as well. Very interesting. And where can we find this book? So you can find it on Amazon. The publisher okay. is, uh, you can also find it with the pu publisher, Palgrave Macmillan. Um, but uh, it's on Amazon, Taking the Reins as CIO, a Blueprint for Leadership Transitions. Fantastic. I'm going to have to pick up a copy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Any other final uh, words, advice that you might want to share with folks? Well, uh, we make this point in the book, and I'll just I'll go ahead and repeat the statement. But um, we think it's the golden age to be a great CIO with, with the advent of the digital transformation and um, how important information technology is to organizations today. Uh, we also think it's um, a bad time to be an average CIO. So it's a great time to be a great CIO. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Gert. I really appreciate you taking the time to come and speak with us about CIOs and their role in the company. And I think it provided some good insight for folks and hopefully they'll go and learn even more with your book. Thanks, Blair. I really appreciate it and I enjoyed the conversation. <laughs>